Welcome to Ink Drinkers, a literary tea party podcast where we discuss books and drink tea. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Ink Drinkers. This is a literary tea party podcast uh, where we talk about the TV show Friends, and the Harry Potter movies. What? I'm sorry, no. (laughs) Just kidding. We can, but... We may also talk about those things, but no, this is a literary tea party podcast where we talk about books and drink tea. Yes, uh, don't worry about writing anything down. We'll put all the books and movies and etc. that we talk about and discuss in the notes for you. By the way, I'm Jamie. I'm Marissa. Welcome to our podcast. Um, So a quick little background on where we got the name Ink Drinkers. Um, You know, in the English language, we use the term bookworm for people who like to read a lot. And in other languages, there are other terms that translate differently over to English. I think in one language, there's like book donkey and book rat. Seriously. Really? Yeah. And it sounds like the Chinese calendar yeah yeah. the year of the rat the rat. um book the book of the rat um but so in french the term translates from french to english as drinker of ink and i don't know if i'm saying this right but it's something like buver donc it sounds official yes we're gonna go with it yes i think you did that you nailed it (laughs) exactly i know exactly what i'm saying right uh in the french that i don't know we've been talking about wanting to do a podcast for a couple years now um we both read a lot of books we both uh enjoy drinking tea and we like talking about them so (laughs) we thought why not why not have a conversation about them and let other people listen we don't discriminate against coffee. Um, I do, though. Jamie does. <laughs> I like a nice cup of joe. But, um, yeah, tea has always kind of been one of those things that's very soothing. And a book is also a very similar soothing experience, in our opinion. So um, I think they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, books and tea are a pretty common combination and one that we love. Um, this week's tea is called Tower of London by Harney and Sons. It's one of my favorites, so I made Marissa drink it. It's actually really good. Okay, you like it? I like it a lot. I mean, I put a little bit of milk in mine, which is generally how I like to drink tea. You Brit. Yes, but it um, it's very good. It's very subtle, yet has a lot of flavor. It's slightly fruity, which I don't typically like, but it's it's just subtle enough that it's I'm not like whoa fruit. No, yeah, it's not a it's not a fruity blend. So before we get into our books, which is the main point of this thing, I guess I wanted to talk a little bit about the inspiration for this podcast. For me, I don't know where your inspiration comes from, but I will go ahead and say that my inspiration comes from two other podcasts. One is called What Should I Read Next by Ann Bogle, and every week she talks with different readers, and they tell her three books that they love, and then... and one book that they hate and what they're reading lately. And then she, uh, I'm basically giving the intro from her podcast, but, um, and then she recommends three books to them. 
Okay, based on those recommendations? Based okay. on based on what they've, yeah. So you have to, like, submit a form and everything to be on it. I was on it once. I don't know if you oh, know that. Yeah. I, I mean, I knew you were part of the book club and that you've traveled right. for it. The Modern Mrs. Darcy Book Club, yes. Right, but I, I, I didn't have all the details. I didn't realize you were on it. Uh, yeah, I was on should have told I me. was on the podcast. Well, I now you listen to it, and now I will. <laughs> now you know. Everyone go listen to my episode. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and then the other inspiration for me was <clears throat> my favorite murder, <laughs> which um, is a true crime comedy podcast, which sounds a little weird, but um, I just really love the rapport between the two hosts, Karen and Georgia, and they're really funny, and I like to think that we're funny, so... <laughs> I mean, I agree. I don't know if my husband would agree with you. That's what I was thinking. I'm like... He may I, think you're funny. I, <laughs> I know that he doesn't think I'm funny. He says that I come out with some witty things every now and again, and it catches him off guard. And he's like, wow, that was great. But usually he's just like, that wasn't funny. I can't see Michael actually like <laughs> laughing at any joke that you say. Like I see him just like being straight based and then just being like, okay, yeah, that was pretty witty. Okay. Good job. He'll laugh. He'll crack a smile. A the best is when he actually breaks out laughing. Okay. Then I know I've hit it. I've yet to experience that, but maybe, <laughs> maybe someday. Inspiration for me, I, you know, my days are generally uh, the best part of my days, which I don't know if this is sad or not to say, <laughs> to say on this podcast, but would be on the way to work because I get to listen to my audible, either Audible or Libby or whatever app you're listening to um, to get your your audiobooks, um, and then on the way home. Because I do the same. Because you get to listen again. Yeah, lunch break. Um, so really for me, it's just kind of a calming thing. So I, I don't know that that's inspiration, but it's just my time of the day when I'm mostly by myself and I can just kind of decompress. I know that's not as intense or as <laughs> or awesome specific. as yours <laughs> or specific as yours, but um, you know, I'm not a huge, I don't know if I can say this, I'm not a huge podcast person. It's okay to say. Okay. I'll edit that out. Um, but um, I felt like I listened to podcasts more a couple of years ago, and I would listen to a few different ones, um, some that were a little more in the realm of, like, mysticism, which is one subject that I just really like in general. Um, I listened to a little bit of, like, the Oprah, uh -huh. soul, whatever, just because I it was light and I liked it. Um, and then I listened to some that were a little more existential crisis type stuff. But I haven't in a while. Because you've solved your existential crisis. I don't know. Do we ever? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of, I don't know if you can call it an inspiration. But that's, that's why I really enjoy books and why I'm really glad that we're doing this. Because I know we've talked about it for a long time. And we end up reading a lot of the same books and we don't realize it. Yeah. Which is always really Until interesting. Until we get together, like, every once in a while, I'm like, oh, my God, you read that, too. <laughs> so. So I guess we'll just jump right into our books. Uh, we both have little notebooks because I have a feeling I'm going to be writing down a bunch of um, books that Marissa recommends. Typically, I just have my phone out with Goodreads. Like, every time we have a conversation, I'm like, tap, 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 tap. And I put them on my TBR. But now I have a fancy notebook just for this podcast. So you want to kick it off? Sure. So the first book on my list is uh, People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. Yep. You yep. read that I one, I read right? that one. And that wasn't your favorite, right? No, I loved it. Oh, you it. loved that one. Okay. I loved it. 
mainly it was summertime. I read it a few months ago. It was just light and fun. I thought the character development was really great. That's what I I put in my review. Something okay, about like the characters felt so. Re- I'm sorry, and I don't always. <laughs> it usually pops up, and again, I'm not. Even though I'm in marketing, I'm not like you know the most tech savvy person. <laughs> I but I think that now that we're doing this podcast, we probably shouldn't go read each other's reviews because okay. then we won't have anything to talk about. Okay, but anyway, yeah, I loved it. I so her. Her first, she's written a bunch of books. And I've read others. Not a bunch, but she's written several books. But her her big book before people we meet on vacation was Beach Read. Yes. Did you? I I did read that as well. Okay. I read that one too. I originally gave it five stars. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, oh, I don't know. I liked it. I remember at the time liking it. I read it at least a year ago, if not longer. So I don't quite remember everything about um what went on do you well yeah so it was like two writers and right. they live next to each other okay. and yeah the guy was the next cop had died or something right I don't wasn't he like an ex-detective or an ex-cop and he nope. had like a limp nope that's another book that's a different book that's a book i will let you know which know, one that one is i don't know <laughs> what book that is but um okay. yeah they were both right and she like wrote rom-coms and he wrote something else and they decided to like swap and write each other's books or something like that. And it was cute, but the book, the cover was all like rom com y. And it like was that, them on, on it's towels. Them laying on towels yes. on a beach. But so I'm thinking like, okay, this is going to take place in Florida on a beach kind of thing. But it's up in like, it's like a quote unquote beach on like a Michigan lake or something like that. So I was like, okay, I mean, the book is decent, but I've been misled. <laughs> like this, you know. I remember liking it. I don't remember, obviously. And I didn't like it enough that I would remember the whole storyline, which I guess tells you something. But I don't think I'm going to forget this book. I agree. Yeah. It was, um, I loved the kind of slow burn of their, of their romance. It was like, it just unfolded so well. It did. And I think the fact that it takes you back in different chapters to how they met and starting in college and, you know, how they got close and then how they started to um, decide to do these trips annually uh, was really interesting because you really, she developed it so well, their relationship over time where you could see how they became such good friends and how they needed each other. Right. And as they got older and as life changes, they still stayed close, even though they were very different, which reminds me a lot of, I mean, I didn't have romantic relationships with my guy friends, but it reminded me the friendship part of it, a lot of, a lot of the guy friends that I had in college that I actually went to middle school with and were at Catholic high, which was the boys school across the street from our all girls Catholic school. (laughs) Um, But I thought their relationship was really special in the platonic form at first. Right. And uh, I liked that aspect that she really flushed that out. And Right. And then, spoiler, it turns into romance. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Kind of an um, obvious, since it's a romance. Yes. And that's what you should expect from a romance book. Otherwise, it's not a romance. I think the one thing about it that is um, a bit misleading is the title. Well... (laughs) Yeah, again, what's with the misdirection here, Emily Henry? And I don't publisher. Even the cover doesn't okay, accurate, accurately represent the book. 
in my opinion. Because, yeah, she's not actually meeting people on vacation. I guess I looked at it as, like, you know, the opening scene is she's pretend they're pretending to be, or she's pretending to be somebody else on vacation. So that's kind of where I thought the title came from. But um, Emily Henry actually just released a bunch of information about her next book that she's writing. Yeah, and Entertainment Weekly called it very meta. (laughs) So she's writing about... uh, book um agent a literary agent okay so cool so i'm excited yeah i've i think when people have asked um for a good summer read like my sister is going to the beach next week and she was like what should i read and i gave her a couple and i was like but but this one but this one (laughs) like make (laughs) sure you read this one first so (laughs) i actually gave this book to my sister-in-law hillary for her birthday um and it was between this one and uh, Malibu Rising. And I texted my book club friends and I was like, which one should I give her? And they're like, people we meet on vacation. Yeah, absolutely. I put, I put Malibu Rising <laughs> on my sister's list of course, as well. Of course. But um, she really wanted something light. She was going to be with a whole bunch of friends. It's just something like light to read on the beach. And I felt like, not that Malibu Rising is like intense or, but it covers heavier topics. Right. This is more. It's uh, very light and fluffy. It's very light and fluffy. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously some turmoil and some growing growing pains, I guess. If there you is call conflict. There's conflict, <laughs> like everything. But it didn't have the same um, subjects as Malibu Rising, right. which were more intense family. So, okay, speaking of intense family, I'm going to move into my Go first book, which is Apples Never Fall by Leanne Moriarty. Okay. So she wrote like Big Little Lies Correct. and Seven Strangers. Nine Nine Perfect, nine perfect strangers. strangers. Sure. Yes. I read that. You gave me that. Yes. For Christmas one year. I did. Yes, I read it. It was really good. I liked it. Well, okay, so Apples Never Fall. Um I loved it. It was really long and I was talking with a friend about it and she was like, I'm, I feel like like this book could have been edited heavily. It really needed to cut some stuff out, but my feeling personally is that Leanne Mori- Moriarty can write whatever she wants, and I will be <laughs> interested. Like she can write about, you know, remodeling her kitchen, and like I'm, you're gonna I'm here it. for it. I yeah. just, I love her writing style and the way she writes about people and and relationships. Is just like, God, how do, how do these words come out of you? I don't know. It, it's like there was a phrase in. Um, apples never fall and you're gonna laugh at me for this but she said something about like her sister of course this was I listened to it and Caroline Lee uh narrates it who I love and she has the Australian accent Mm -hmm. so it was all you know she knew her sister (laughs) had a headache and whatever um but (laughs) so it was like she she always knew when her sister had a headache because of the way she carried her head when she walked and it's something that's so simple and so subtle that I just would never think to describe something that way that she does. And I'm like, dang, Leanne, <laughs> go you. Go, girl. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, it w- okay, this it was so stressful. It was so good. Basically, like, there's a family of uh, mom, dad, and then uh, two sisters and two brothers. Okay. And this strange woman comes and like knocks on her parents door and is like um you know my boyfriend just hit me and I just got in a cab and just 
told him to drive and I just ended up here and your house looked really nice and so yeah I don't know and her parents their parents took her in and she ended up living with the parents for a few months and so it's just this like kind of creepy vibe and oh, the wow okay. yeah and the siblings are trying to figure out like who is she something there has to be wrong. a tie right well with I don't the know family. yeah I don't oh, know you don't know okay I right. mean I do I know I, I have not, not read it yet you. it's so good okay I'm gonna put that on my list that sounds really interesting. Did you watch, um, you watched Big Little Eyes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Fantastic. good. So good. I mean, I'll watch anything that Reese Witherspoon yeah. makes, but sure. also anything that Leanne Moriarty writes. Yeah. And I, do, I don't know if um, the other one has come out, the Nine Perfect, Nine Perfect Strangers. I saw the... You know the, tra- the, the trailer, trailer for like the teaser. It, yeah, the looks, teaser. It looks good. It looks good. I mean, I was, the cast is interesting. I was gonna say I was so surprised by the casting. Like I never would have thought to put those people together, but I was like, okay, this is interesting. Well, because Melissa McCarthy is, I think that is the main character. Yes, yeah, she's like the retreat and that's not leader. in my mind. No. What I would have thought <laughs> never would have gone. Which well, is not so. Um, Nicole Kidman is the the lead, retreat is leader. The retreat and, leader. Okay. And Melissa McCarthy is the main character that goes to the retreat. That's so which nuts. Sounds nuts. Like I would never put them in a movie together. I mean, I think that that's great because I yeah. think that they're both they're wonderful. both awesome. They're fantastic actresses. But I would never they're think actors. to pair them. Uh, yeah, no, I would never think to pair them. And some of the men who were in it too, um, like Michael Shannon. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another. There was another guy who I was like, okay, that's interesting. They're like, this is gonna be fun. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Shannon's interesting. Oh, yeah. He just has a whole interesting presence to him. Yeah. Did you see Boardwalk Empire? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, yeah. I just think of him yeah, that's as what I think of. that character. Pretty much. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to point out right now that Melissa... Uh, M- Melissa. Did what? you just call me Melissa? I did. I'm sorry. Are you talking about Melissa McCarthy? <laughs> that's what I was thinking of. Marissa... <laughs> is flipping through like pages and pages of her notebook and I have like one very tidy like half page of notes. Things were just kind of spilling out. I was <laughs> You were spilling, spilling the tea. Spilling the tea. Okay. Um so speaking of, uh let's spill the tea on the books we didn't love cuz I feel like we need to talk about those too, sure, you know. Yeah. Um and our opinions can be very our opinions have been very different. Oh, for on sure. Certain books. For sure. So this is not like a don't read it. Yeah. Mine was Broken Horses by Brandy Carlisle. Do you listen to her music? No. I love her music though. I love her voice. I was so excited about her um memoir and I just could not listen to it. Hmm. I it was all over the place. It was I couldn't follow it, and I was like, I, I don't want to force this. So mine would be The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue, which I know we've talked about. <laughs> who, that is the book, the book club book that... Oh, that Julia Whalen. That Julia Whalen yeah. narrates that um, my friend didn't love. Um, but the book itself... <sighs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's by B.E. Schwab. Um yeah, because I love the story. The story and is I great. love the idea. Yes, but it needed some serious a editing. A lot, a lot of editing. I it was just like, where is the editor on this? C- just cut chunks of it. Yes, I was like, I'm exhausted. I feel like they've done this <laughs> for the last thirty minutes. Like, why? What are we doing here? Yeah. Um, and I also thought there was a missed opportunity for historical references. Okay, Le- that's fair. Like I, I felt like okay, so you live. 
all of this time and the only places that you're going to tell us about are France, New Orleans, New York. Yeah. I mean, really, we didn't, she didn't go anywhere else or if she did, it wasn't. It wasn't part of the story. It wasn't part of the read. story that we read and I, I thought that it would be and I was looking forward to that and then that didn't happen and then it was just like parts that dragged. I'm like, she could be somewhere else. <laughs> But instead, she's doing the same thing for a hundred yes, pages. Like, what? What's going on here? Um, and so that, and also just didn't think the character development of the two characters, which you would think after four hundred years, <laughs> that, that, that she, she would, would have developed. In she some would way. have developed. Yeah. Um, but she stayed the same. She stayed very, very similar. Like there wasn't a lot of growth. Yeah. Um, and I, I just felt like they kind of put those characters together, and it just wasn't the love story that I wanted. I agree. Um, so there's so many people absolutely love this book. I've seen a ton of people say like, this is my favorite book of, you know, whatever, but it, it yeah. wasn't for and me. And it was my book club pick. Oh, you picked it. Not that it, not that, you know, it was my fault, but I kind of felt like, man, I picked a book and it wasn't great. It was, it was all your fault. I know. <laughs> um, you failed. It's all my fault. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just kind of made me, I was like, that was a letdown. And then, you know, they were a little let down and it was long and it dragged. And I was like, you know, I wanted to pick something and everyone be like, that was fantastic. Yeah, this was the best book ever. Yeah. Um, well, Marissa, thanks for chatting with me today. Yeah. This was fun. It I enjoyed our tea. I did. It was delicious. I still have a little bit left. Me too. So I'm going to go finish it. But happy reading, happy drinking. And we'll chat soon. Say bye or something. Oh, well, bye. I mean, you wrapped it up so well. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today. You can find that in your podcast app or on our website, inkdrinkerspodcast.com. And please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at Ink Drinkers Pod. Cheers! Cheers.